Two, okay. one. Welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Talking with Raphael. And if you know, you know, with Irwin. Let's go. Dirty know. Dirty we're back at it again. Here's another episode I hear that we're doing. Um, like we said in the past, we decided to join forces on our podcast. Well, we're coming up with something good, some ideas. You already know, my man. You already know. You know how can we do this, though? We're here with another episode here today. Rafa, first, congratulations. You're having a girl. Thank you, thank you. I keep my mouth shut for a very, very long time. I'm so <laughs> proud of myself because usually I will, I will speak my truth all the way, man. Right. So. No, but I'm glad you did. You know, like I'm glad you're having a, a little girl. I was wrong, I guess. I thought you were going to have a boy. So. Hell yeah, a lot of people were wrong. A <laughs> lot of people. I was like, all right, cool. And it was the hardest part to keep a poker face on letting you know, like, if it was a boy or a girl. So, oh, by, no the way, doubt. by the way, the name is Milena. Milena I haven't Wood. figured out the middle name yet, but Milena Rey. Nice. Here we go, man. I mean, congratulations on that. Thank Tell you. Thank you. Today. Huge congrats as well, bro. That's, that's dope, you know. Hopefully. Definitely. Hopefully, you know, wish you that nothing but the best healthy baby coming soon. When is the due date? October 12th. Ooh, nice. It's going to be a Libra. Man, to be honest, <laughs> sometimes I don't give a fuck about that shit. <laughs> but, you know, it fucking works sometimes and sometimes it doesn't. Right. But uh, we do have a few topics to talk about. Uh, we, we did say, like, hey, let's talk about a few things here and there. Right. And one of the main subjects that you want to touch about was about the school shooting that happened in Texas. Yeah. And apparently there was another one just recently as well. Yeah, I mean, truly, you know, it's, it's, it's a very sad moment. I was very upset at first for the... I was upset uh, at the topic, you know, how things were because it was a Latino, you know what I mean? That was my biggest, biggest thing that I was wondering, you as a Latino, me as a Latino, you know, what were going to come across? What were the things that are going to come across? What were they going to say? They were going to say like, hey, you know, I mean, hey, it's a Latino. This is what we need to protect our borders. You know, that has nothing to do with anything. I mean, yeah. not to be, if it's an African-American, he's a gangster. What does that have to do with anything? But of course, if it was a Caucasian, oh, he has mental illness, you know? And here's the thing though, man, like why go elementary with little kids? I don't know. Like, I, he, listen, I don't know what, he, what that person went through his head uh, to choose a elementary school of all. I don't know if she, uh, that person had a vendetta with the teacher or something. That, that, that's a good question. But yeah, I, I do feel, I mean, especially that I have kids, I do feel like um, like this sucks. Uh, I, I, I feel unsafe to bring my kids to school. Um, it, it is going to suck. There, there needs to be changes happening, especially with, with the school safety, number right. one. Um, right, right, right. That's but one of the things that I, I do consider is what are our steps? What do we need to do as a, as a citizen? What do we need to do to prevent that? And I think like the number one thing is come together, 
write down what we want for the right. government to do for the public schools, uh, even if it is like putting metal detectors through all elementary K to 12 schools and even colleges as well. No matter how fancy their school is, no matter how rich or how poor it is, um, and have at least volunteer military veterans who are home who can actually prevent a shooting from happening or a mass shooting like that again. Right. So here's one thing I want to take a minute to bring attention to the people and the prayers for the family out there, the victims. Yeah. I mean, I was all over the news, bro, for a minute. I, I felt bad, but I do have the names pulled up of all the, the kids that were affected, including the teacher that passed away protecting kids the following day. Her husband passed away from a heart attack. Uh, oh. Tess Marie Mata was one of them, fourth, uh, fourth grader. She was uh, shot and killed. And here's the worst part, bro. This is the worst part that... To me, it's like, dude, these kids, they were, they're just kids. And then for them not to be able to be recognized, they weren't unrecognizable. Like, what, what was going through your head? You dude, know? That, that's literally mental health right there. I, I, I don't know how else to say it, but I say it's mental health issues. Like, the, and, and the fact that nobody's doing nobody did nothing about it i don't know if he went because we don't know i don't know personally the whole story i don't know so, if he went and got help i don't I know got, if nobody participated on the help what what went through like what what went through his head did he because apparently he killed his own grandmother too yeah, the same right. day right so here's the thing is let me bring the names of these little the little kids first tes maria mata was one of them jace luanos was the second one jaylen uh, salguero that's another fourth grader, McKenna Elrod. Uh, then we have Miranda Mathis, Jose Flores, Navia Bravo, uh, Althea Ramirez, Mady Rodriguez, Xavier Lopez, Rogelio Torres, Irma the teacher, Garcia, Annabel Guadalupe, Isaiah Garcia, and Amari Garcia, Eva Morales, Alexandra Rubio, Eliana Torres, Leana Salazar, Jackie Casaras. All of them, I feel horrible for them. Um, it was horrible, tragic thing for them to happen, you know. On top of that, let me kind of get a little bit ahead of what's going on here. I actually did catch up to some of the things. The other thing is they did find out that the boy had mental illness issues. But what I don't understand is this. One thing that we need to kind of get ourselves together is this. Then from that point on, right, let's just continue before I break down. The police officers were not really doing anything on duty. They had to get a border patrol officer who was getting a haircut a few blocks away from that place, asked his own barber to borrow a shotgun, and he went in there. A border patrol that pretty much had no reason to be involved in anything off duty. Some of these parents were getting told them, like, if you want to go into your to the to the school and get your kid, get your kid out. Are you gonna hesitate to take your kid out of school? Not at all. You know what I mean? Like you don't do kind of things like that. My biggest thing with this is what is the necessity for you to have an assault rifle when a handgun can do the same as damage as an assault rifle? And these laws are so dramatically insane because an 18-year-old can just easily go in, hey, I want to get a gun. Yeah. You know, and then the Toledo thing that happened in the hospital too because the dog, you heard about that one, right? No. 
Yeah, same thing. A few days later, the shooting happened in Toledo. Guy went to a hospital to try to shoot a doctor because he gave, he gave him something he shouldn't have taken. Like, how oh do you God. know? Like, you went to the doctor for... And then just Sunday, shooting in Philadelphia. What, when is this going to stop? How much more needs to happen? It, it, it's up to the... Uh, man, it, it sounds like a broken record, but it, it's up to us. It's up to us to, like, literally... I think it's fill up a form. I don't know, like write a letter and say like, this is the law that we want to change and present it to the legislation and present it to those kind of people and have, have votes like, and vote on it. Cause I'm pretty sure a lot of people are, will agree to what we come up together. Right. We can just sit around like there, there's so much that you can do a podcast about it, go to social media, change your profile picture. You're get, like, say, pray on this, pray on that. Like, dude, yes, I get it. We can all, we can all fucking pray, but at the same time, that that's not helping. Exactly. It, that, that's not doing it. So what we need is action. What we need is for the fucking government to get off their ass and do something about it and not just play politics. This is no longer politics. This is more like human rights at this point. It, it, definitely, it definitely is, Rafa, and I agree with you a thousand percent. Here's the thing it, with the whole politics thing, and I don't really want to get into politics, but I'm being, I'm speaking mm -hmm. facts. I'm speaking the truth. Yeah. People, oh, I to hear the truth. It, yeah, and... Republicans, okay, one, one, one wants one thing, the other one wants another thing, dude, hey. We don't got no fucking time for this shit no more, man. We got to get this shit together. There's people out there suffering. And not just that. They just fucking put the shit on pause. It's like, well, let's have an hour lunch. Or like, it's Friday. Let's go out. Like, let's push this another day. No, dude. Let's do this now. Period. Right. If you're hungry, fucking there's Uber Eat and fucking Grubhub and DoorDash and fucking order it, you know, while you're still working on this shit. Like, I'm sorry. People are dying here and... There's so much like, it's just, I have, like, I, I hate to say this, but I feel like it's just a matter of time of like another school shooting and people are going to take their actions in their own hands. I agree. I agree, I agree and, with you a thousand percent. Like that day, the following day after that happened, uh, I actually reached out to my son and sent him a call. I'm like, hey, I want to talk to you. And apparently I was in speaker and I got pretty much right. It's like, don't tell him things like that. Well, I didn't tell him anything bad. Oh, I told him, like, if you see anything happening in school, mm -hmm. don't, don't, because he's the type of kid that he wants to go helping people. Like, don't do that. Go hide, go somewhere, stay away, stay quiet. Yeah. Because the thing is, nowadays, you have to prepare them for this. And right now, they're in the summer break. Some of these kids, you know, my kid's about to be in the second grade, you know? So he's getting smarter. He's learning a lot of different things, and I'm happy for him, you know? But, um, all sincerely, I'm 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 very, very sad about this because yeah, these are who, kids who is that, it? Was, that was their life was just starting. Their life was about to begin. Their life was about to get going. You know, it didn't even start it yet. But here's the thing, though. I don't think, I don't think at this point, there's not a single Republican or Democrat that so will, that will disagree. Hold on, dude. That will disagree with you. That this shit is fucking sad. I'm sorry. Like, 
this is the time to come like fuck politics fuck what everybody believes in i'm pretty sure everybody everybody believes on safety for their own children and this is the time to come together and stop being so divisive I agree. And, and be able to work things out i agree i agree i i just think it's just a matter of time and you know hopefully we don't have to come back in, but mark my words and correct me, Rafa, anything you and I agree with with this. If nothing is done, expect the consequences because people are going to take their own actions and they're going to be taking Let's hope not. Listen, I don't want to put that. I don't want to put that out there. Not going to lie. I don't want to put that out there. But no, I, I, let's I, make I, sure I, that, that we I do. Not, no, not us in general, bro. Just overall, the consequences will come across, you know. Yeah, but the consequences are what? If if there's a school, let's let's play the scenario. If there's a school shooting in your son's school, you're gonna gr grab a gun and, and shoot him. Of course, we're gonna be fucking protective of our kid. Of course, yeah. But then yeah. you're gonna be arrested if you end up killing the shooter, and then your kid is gonna be raised without a father because the fucking government took their sweetest time on making this loss happening. So I just the, kind of hope that the message gets sent out, you know, honestly. Definitely. Get sent out and, you know, hopefully it's just, I'm praying that nothing happens like that. Just especially for anyone, not just me or yeah. people that are just anyone, you know, I don't wish on nobody. Like all I said, like you said in the beginning, I think we just need to get together and figure this thing out because if we yeah. don't, it's just going to go bad. So. Yeah, I mean, it's already bad, man. I, I think we're over past due. I think is it needs to be not just a state of emergency, but also like a, a country. I don't know if it's a such thing as a country of emergency. Like, hey, we need to figure this out. Everybody, all Congress people need to get together and do this shit right now and figure okay. it out. And then, uh, like I said, sincerely, my condolences out there to people in Texas for sure. My condolences to every parent okay. who had lost their kid. Sorry about that. And like, let's just. Uh, make this world a better place in the beginning with us we gotta turn ourselves first before changing the world we can't change the world without changing ourselves yeah but what are right. we what else we have in mind man let's see let's let's switch the mood in this because I don't yeah know yeah it. definitely i <laughs> i can feel my blood pressure rising <laughs> yeah it, it's a sensitive subject for sure i i do I mean, it, subject, the subject that you want to talk about that you confused the hell out of me. Bro. What is it? The one with the soccer. The one that you were talking about how the European teams tie like their own World Cup type of thing. Yes. Okay. Thank you for yeah, reminding I leave, me. I, leave, I, leave I, I totally forgot. Totally <laughs> forgot. But I was thinking, okay, you know how the, the Champions League, they have almost like three tournaments. The Champions yeah. League, they have the uh, Europa League, and now they have the conference finals. Or yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking the about. green one. So oh, there is the blue one, the orange, and the green one. Right. What if the World Cup, instead of showing it every two years, they have four a years. second one, a second tournament? You say four years, right? <laughs> you're yeah, about the, World the, the World Cup right now has four. Yes, I'm talking about the World Cup that is every four years. Okay. And unfortunately, and two, like what? <laughs> yeah, the World Cup is every four years. The Europe, the the Champions League is every year, and then they create revenue like crazy out of the Champions League. So my opinion is, 
what if we have a second World Cup for the teams that didn't qualify, either barely qualify or that didn't qualify and have a versus the World Cup winner versus the second tournament winner have a duel? Well, yeah, that's not a Actually, sounds like a pretty good idea. I mean, it makes sense because then everybody you want to make them to be compe uh, compe uh, competitive, you know, be competitive, and that wouldn't no. be a bad idea. I mean, because I mean, South America has a pretty tough divisions out there. Right? Mm -hmm. It's hard to compete in those. I mean, Peru is playing Australia on Monday for the World Cup spot. So yeah, and then think about the people who uh, the teams that were left out: Colombia, Chile. I you mean, you saying that because you're Colombian, bro? Definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Definitely, I'm saying that because I'm Colombian and I want a chance to freaking win a trophy. But no, it's not just because of that. But also, if you think about any player, let's say you you decide to become a player, you can only play like minimum or maximum five World Cups in total. Roughly, roughly, yes. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 not uh, taking out that you're you don't get injured. That you win it all the way. I'm talking about a FIFA moment status, and I'm when we're talking about whenever we say FIFA moment status, we mean the video game FIFA. By send it to FIFA, bro. Send that send that opinion to FIFA. Take that into consideration. Man, they're gonna listen to this podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna tag them on the podcast for sure. Tag them on the podcast. Make sure they hear this portion. Yeah. This is Rafa Ray. We are out here trying to make something interesting. If you put me a spam, I'm okay. Yeah. But but that's that's one of the things I was thinking, like, what if we have a second tournament for the World Cup? Because they were thinking about uh, making it every two years, which I would love as a fan. I would love because that way it gives everybody a chance to play more during the World Cup. So you don't have to go from like if you're 30 years old and you miss this World Cup by the next World Cup, you're going to be 34. Yeah. And then you're basically out of your prime and you didn't get a chance to give it your all for the World Cup. So I get it. Like at least every two years, you will still be in your prime and you'll still be eligible to play. That's like, a good, that's a good intro. I didn't think, I didn't hear the whole thing from you, but that's pretty interesting, bro. That's something that, that they, I think that's great. That's a good idea, honestly. Yeah. Why not? You know, the, test it out. See what the, big, the biggest debate that the players and the teams and the club have is like every two years they're going to be exhausted and i'm thinking like well dude i mean i get it but can we work something out maybe every three years see the or, thing is that with with that tournament that you're talking about just like you said there's going to be a lot of the times that how do you know which teams are going to be eliminated or how is it going to work even if they're still playing for it that's a tryout so you still schedule for the next Because you can't really tell when they're eliminated. Most of them get eliminated like right off at the end. You know, like like Comebol. Comebol was uh, pretty up to the last three games. You know, they got pretty yeah. consistent in the last three games. You know what I mean? Same with this thing with CONCACAF. CONCACAF was the same way. This year was like, dude, this, this is probably the first time I've seen it this close. You know? Yeah, but you know how the, they did the raffles on the on where the every team is going to be on? The winner of Peru versus New Zealand is going to be on this group. No, it's, and, it's Costa Rica against Costa Rica against New Zealand, and then you you you. Oh, then Peru you, versus 
Ooh. Yeah, United Emirates lost to Australia. So this Monday at noon, to, they play Peru for the final spot in Qatar, which yeah. is pretty cool. You're playing yeah. Qatar? That's, I'm pretty that's sure they designed it that way so they can know how to play during the summer. I don't know why, but... It's just weird to me that the World Cup right now should have been started by now normally. Normally. Oh, yeah. And now we're playing in November. <laughs> it's like it's uh, all financial, man. It, it's all money. Think about it, bro. I think overall in general, everybody's coming. We can I want to call it like a small recession based on the COVID situations. A lot of sports, a lot of things lost because no fan affiliations, no no things were going on around. And right now, if you think about it, you go see a game, you try to like here in Utah, we see a game here in Utah, it goes to the Jazz. The tickets average about 120 bucks for mm-hmm. not even a decent season. Before that, it was like 120 bucks will get your lower bowl tickets. You know? Yeah, but the thing is, the World Cup was already decided way before the pandemic happened. Right. And they already decided to move a summer event into a winter event because they already planned, they already have all the money laid out. They realize that how hot it gets in, in during the summer that is unplayable. So that's why they moved it for November to December, which is, I, I personally think is like, dude, we could have had it somewhere else, but I know what you mean. You, you will lose a lot of money because uh, Qatar literally put a lot of money on that, um, for them to beat the uh, the host. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, I, but mean, I mean, it's a good idea you have. I give you yeah. that. I just kind of wanted to see if if it were to come down to something like that, how are they going to manage on how or who or what? You know, like just things like that. They're going to make a difference, you know. But so, so you know how for the for a Premier League to qualify for the Champions League is the first top five or the first four. The first four, I believe it is. Yeah. And then you have the the five and six going to the Europa League, right? Right. Okay. What if we do something similar for the World Cup? The the only one that I know is Comebol for right now. So Comebol, you can qualify up to five five teams what if the six and seven they go to to the second tournament and go uh Kaf, whoever landed on the second part of the table who got nearly available they also go to the second tournament sort of like, sort of like uh what's it called like if you qualify for the uh champions league right but just remember that they always have to have a spot open because there's two spots left from mm-hmm. our end, from the north, from the you know the west side part of the world. You know, it's it's only two teams that actually make it, so yeah. that's why they have to go to repechajes. You know, like they call them, like like a, like a, what do you what do you want to call them? one and done? I guess you want to can call them. Yeah. That, I guess, but they have to kind of go through that phase. Talk in Spanish in this gentleman. Come on, man. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> repechaje, like no yeah. translation. If you need it, like Google it. <laughs> repechaje, you know how it is. Yeah. Know. So whatever works. But yeah. So man, send it out. Tag FIFA on this. Let them know. Yeah, I'm gonna tag. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tag it. <laughs> but but those are the things that I'm thinking. Like, okay, there's so many ways that you can earn more money. Like, think about it. An extra tournament, it will give you more revenue. Of course. It. Of course. 
in ensuring that the the World Cup every three years will be way better because at least it will give them a chance. Four years, I feel like it's too long. Like this has been the longest four years since the last World Cup. I wonder why. Oh, <laughs> that one thing that we cannot talk about because then this video will get will get flagged <laughs> and removed. We cannot talk about that thing. No, please. That one thing we cannot talk about the the one that pokes our arm. Yeah, we cannot talk about that shit. Let's not even bring that up to anyone. Yeah, because the, it's gonna be tagged. YouTube is gonna flag this shit, man. And then here's another thing that we had in mind too that we brought up earlier this week. What was it that you brought up earlier this week? Another thing you wanted to talk about. You were saying something. We talked about our case, although we wanted to talk about Texas. Fortunately, yeah. we couldn't get it last week out because you were busy. My schedule was a little complicated as well, too. Today, I was able to manage to do it. We yeah. talked about the FIFA patients, and we had something else. What was it? Do you recall? Uh, I mean, I feel that... Those are the only two subjects we were coming up with the third one. But how about them Utah Jazz, man? How about oh, that one right my now? coach our coach fucking leaving us? Like, I get it. You got hip replacement and you gotta recover. I hope you have a speedy recovery, Quinn Snyder. Um goddamn. Who's gonna replace who's gonna be the new head coach, basically? See, here's the thing though. Now this is what you have to think about. There was a lot of things that I've been hearing and saying that, like, okay, so here's what I want to hear. Here's sorry to interrupt, yeah, but here's what I want to hear. What the fuck are the CEO of the Utah Jazz and Denny H? What are their fucking plans? Period. Just tell us straight up. What is your plan? Are you planning on break the whole team apart and start from scratch? Are you planning to build it around Donovan Mitchell? Are you planning to do, uh, I don't know, what is it? Because we have no draft, no draft pick this year. Nothing. Our head coach That's left. A, what what I, is the what plan? I, so here's the thing, what I've seen as a perspective, you know, I've always wanted to be kind of part of like an organization to see if I can have the opportunity to at least have my word be out there, you know. But in my personal opinion, there's been a lot of things we've been talking about the coach that we might be getting, it's going to be an assistant coach. If I'm understanding correctly, it's going to be either from Milwaukee or some other team. I can't remember what other team was. Then you got Rudy Gobert portion that apparently the Chicago Bulls are trying to get the option to go, try to get Rudy Gobert, which will be a bundle deal together with Bogdanovich. Um, that's another thing. Because it's just rumors. My biggest thing right now is this. It was very clear that the Jazz don't want to – they're keeping it very clear they want to keep Donovan Mitchell. Here's yeah. the problem, though. Number one, you already lost his right-hand wing. You're pretty much his person, which in this case, Quinn Snyder. And here's number two. I was seeing some of the comments, how pe people here in Utah, man, they are something else. Uh, I was reading some comments, how saying the reason why he doesn't want to have this coach is because they don't want a coach to get on his ass about his defense and things like that. You know, We are very harsh on some of the words that we say. As a mm -hmm. fan of the Jazz, that's how we are. And it's unfortunate to say this. But now you have... A new ownership, the wing weights on the wing, you got Donovan Mitchell. What are you going to do to maintain this as a caliber team? I mean, you need to go back to compete against all these other teams right now. They're like looking to make some big moves. Yeah. I'm talking about teams that players that want to play with heart, teams, players that want to actually come in to win, players that want to be like, okay, I don't need this much money to make sure. I mean, you're making millions and millions and millions of dollars. I mean, what about endorsement deals, man? 
you're locally coming to a different place. I'm sure there's going to be endorsement deals locally. Everything mm-hmm. about local supply and community. You know, why can't we just consider something like that? You have some a great player that decided to invest on this team. Why not? Why not try to push and say, okay, Utah's not the same it was 20 years ago. Utah has grown and it's expanding ridiculously. And it's growing. But there's always going to be those, those, those guys like, why would anybody want to come to Utah? Why not? There's nothing wrong here. It's just the way you see your mind to it. There's every, every place when you go anywhere in the United States, it's something different. It's amazing. Yeah. But why not? You know, you're, yeah, you're young. I get it. It doesn't have the nightlife. Remember the whole nightlife thing. You know, it, it doesn't matter. Just there's a Bro, lot. Bro, just throw a house there. party. Yeah. We fucking did it. Then, we know, lived through this we, shit. We, we, yeah, you were in my 20s doing that. I mean, it's different now. You know what I mean? But yeah. just, you know, I just think all it has to do with it is the proposition of who the general manager is, general manager is mm-hmm. who the owner is, who the main the, the investor and the team come together and say, hey, what can we make it better for you? How can we make this work out for you? Because people, a lot of people underestimate Utah. Yeah. You know, come on, man. I mean, here's my opinion on it. Um, I personally do want to have a, like, I want them to have a press conference and let us know what are their plans. Like, Danny H, what are your plans? Do we want to build, are we capable of building a championship team within Utah right now? If so, what are the players getting traded? I'm pr- everybody's going to be t- uh, everybody's getting get traded except for Donovan Mitchell. We're going to build a run. Great. Like, what are the plans? For me, it will be for Danny Age and Ryan Smith. Is it Ryan Smith the on- the new owner? I believe that's his name, Ryan Smith. Okay, Ryan Smith. I need you to do one thing and one thing only: make sure the uniforms are fucking amazing. Number two, I understand you, you're pretty new, but you got to have like that. I, I feel like we got to have a LA Laker mentality on TV deals, basically. Like I'll, I'll, in order to create more revenue and get in touch with the players and stuff, we got to make sure we have like a, uh, even if it's a YouTuber following their around, uh, a, a player, each player, to see what the role players do, what the elite players do. So that way we can create revenue. So that way we have more money to invest in the Utah right. Jazz. Right. No, and, and just like you say, you know, I think Ryan Smith, if, I don't know if you know how much you know about the guy, but the guy actually grew up here. Mm-hmm. He grew up here, he went to college. I believe he went, yeah. to, if I'm correct, I think he went to BYU, as a matter of fact. Um, yeah, I, I look into his company. I, and, I saw him. And the thing is this, though, like, in general, changing ownership is always a big thing because you never know what's going to happen. But I think it was time for the Jazz to make that happen with the Larry H. Miller family. It was time. Just yeah, it was time. They were so old school based on things. And at, th- at this point, I feel like as the Jazz have actually grown and people are starting to get to see them, you know. I don't know. I think in my end, you know, just kind of look at the options, see mm-hmm. what's available out there, look for open opportunities, at the end of the day, it's a business. It's a business that has to yeah. be ran, and and we get it because if mean, you bring all, you bring another all star here, holy hell, you best believe those tickets are going to go up high. <laughs> and I tell you what, Ryan Smith is a business person. He knows how to run a business, so I'm yeah. pretty sure he's going to bring the revenue as a business perspective. Of course. Of course. And bringing Danny H, he's going to be and having Dwayne Wade 
as a part owner are also going to bring the the what we need as a uh, as an NBA perspective. Those are the things that we're going to be definitely helping more on the NBA end. So we got the business side taken care of by Ryan Smith, and we got the NBA taken care of by Danny H and Dwayne Wade. I really want to hear Dwayne Wade's opinion. That's another person that needs to be speaking up and like, hey, what are you bringing up to the Utah Jazz? Right. What, what else, besides just your name, what are you bringing in? Just, what are your participations just, like? Just like you say, I think the whole endorsement deals is a big thing. Mm -hmm. Those are a huge thing right now, even for anything related based. I think it's a good opportunity to kind of put your name out there. I mean, yeah. the franchise has been in Utah for 35 years plus. It's not, I think they're longer now. Do you think we need a new stadium, a new arena, somewhere else? Honestly, if that like, is the case, if you want to bring a new arena, I honestly think you need to bring a football team here. And a baseball team. And I, a hockey team. I, I, Bro, I just, there's three playing. other teams that we need to, like, tap in. I, I feel like Utah is growing enough where we can bring uh, a baseball team, uh, hockey, and an NFL Bro, the baseball team and the B stadium, they can remodel to make it bigger. That's hey, what would it be the Utah uh, Utah NFL team name? What do you think it will be? <laughs> it can't be BYU Junior <laughs> or the Utes. <laughs> I don't know. I hope they don't come up with something. The Utah. The Utah. The Utah Beehive. The, the Utah something. It's going to be I, something similar to the, the Bees. I wouldn't mind if it was a Utah football team to be like a Utah Stallions or something like that. Like the original, like the UF, UC, what's it called? UFL, whatever it was called. Something like that, the Stallions or something basic, you know, just kind of look at it into a marketing proportion of a state. I mean, because they're looking into that too. And Utah was yeah. one of the candidates and they asked me, where would you put the stadium at? And they said, Harriman. I'm like, damn, that's kind of far. <laughs> no, not really. I mean, do you want to have like to, here's one thing to i mean we're short in time but toronto has like a great way of doing they have like a sports city area literally all major sports are like right next to each other so like uh soccer basketball baseball and what's the other one hockey i don't think they have an nfl team but they're all within the same block so here it is. Do the you want to have it built on the same block? Like no, 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 no. What I'm, what I'm saying is Salt Lake, City, Salt Lake City itself has expanded a lot. Downtown Salt Lake has a lot of things that have been going. A lot of things that I've been seeing a lot built in Salt Lake City downtown is a lot of apartments, bro. And uh, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm seeing that because I'm around that area on my Mondays, and you know that's where I'm normally I'm around. Yeah. That. Here's the thing, though. I, I remember when I used to, when I was younger, when I used to live here where I live now, and I used to go to South Jordan. It was a mission to me. Now, South Jordan is down the street. Harriman is not even that far because it's actually Harriman's acting passing South Jordan, so it's not too far. Yeah, but it's not. Here's the thing. We have a minor leagues team for the Beasts, which are the minor league, minors league team for the Angels. And I don't know yep. if you know this, but I didn't know this. The city yep. of Ogden has a team called the Raptors. Did you know that? Uh, baseball? of minor league baseball and that's double a or triple a i think it's just the, the second division the second division is the same thing as the beast is the same thing it's, so it's a triple a triple a yeah i guess yeah. but they're their minor teams so the Do the dodgers minor team to pick up players is the ogden raptors and then the angels to pick uh -huh. them are the beast i didn't know this so i was like huh 
That's dope. That's cool. You know, and I guess one of the players from the, the Raptors from Ogden got drafted, like got called for the Dodgers. And he played and he actually made a run for the Dodgers and now he's in the team. Yeah. So, you know, it's crazy, you know. So, I mean, overall, uh, I think it would be perfect. But, Rafa, it looks like we might be out of time, bro. Yeah, we are. So, we got to say our our out, outro, outro. So, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Talking with Rafael and another episode of If You Know, You Know. You know. You know. By your boy, Erwin. So, thank you so much. Uh, I know at first it's a little uh downsize but we're hopeful i I personally i am hopeful that we're gonna make this change and we're gonna do a better way that's the only way we can look at it we gotta look at the positive side so definitely all right guys well we're out of here thank you so much for joining us thank you we'll be back with you next week with another great episode so stay tuned let's go let's go peace